welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is She Gets the Girl by Allison Derrick and Rachel Lippincott. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Rachel Lim- I think it's Rachel. Yeah. Is it Rachel? Okay. Rachel Lippincott is the co-author of All This Time, number one New York Times bestseller, Five Feet Apart. Oh, no way. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. That one. I know. Okay. <laughs> and she gets the girl and the author of The Lucky List. She holds a BA in English, writing from the University of Pittsburgh. Um, BA in English writing, probably. Probably. In English. Yeah. Listen, okay. hey, listen, Rachel Lippincott, this is your bio from your page, capitalized and italicized exactly the way I don't get it was it. there. I don't get it okay. either. <laughs> she holds a BA in English writing from the University of Pittsburgh, originally from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. She currently resides in Pennsylvania with her wife and their dog, Hank. I like the way you went, Bucks County. <laughs> I mean, that seems like it needs emphasis. Bucks County. Okay. <laughs> Allison Derrick was born and raised in Pennsylvania, a town where burn barrels take the place of recycling bins. I have no idea what that sentence means. Um, they burn things. Burn barrels. Okay. Instead of okay. recycling. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, after making her great escape to Pittsburgh, where she earned her bachelor's in English writing, Allison started her own food truck, but soon realized she much prefers telling stories over slinging cheesesteaks. She's the co-author of New York Times bestseller, She Gets the Girl, and author of Forget Me Not. Also, I took this out because it was repetitive, but her bio also has the part about living in Pennsylvania with her wife and their dog, Hank. <laughs> okay, got it. Because they're married. which is They're so married. And we did not realize that before. Like, you reminded me last episode that it was co-written. Yeah. I knew and they were together. I didn't know that. I just didn't know. Because I've been, I found this book through TikTok because they mm. were promoting it on TikTok as like, Queer, oh. a queer couple writes this queer novel together. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. I see nothing like this. I don't know why. Mm, I don't know. Um, before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it. <clears throat> "Quote: Alex Blackwood is a little bit headstrong with a dash of chaos and a whole lot of flirt. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> she knows how to get the girl. Keeping her on the other hand, keeping her on the other hand, not so much." Molly Parker has everything in her life totally in control, except for her complete awkwardness with just about anyone besides her mom. She knows she's in love with the impossibly cool Cora Myers. She just hasn't actually talked to her yet. Alex and Molly don't belong on the same planet, let alone the same college campus. But when Alex, fresh off of a bad but hopefully not permanent breakup, discovers Molly's hidden crush as their paths cross the night before classes start, they realize they might have a common interest after all. Because maybe if Alex volunteers to help Molly learn how to get her dream girl to fall for her, she can prove to her ex that she's not a selfish flirt. 
that she's ready for an actual commitment. And while Alex is the last person Molly would ever think she could trust, she can't deny Alex knows what she's doing with girls, unlike her. As the two embark on their five-step plan, almost said five stars, sorry, on their five-step plans to get their girls to fall for them, though, they both begin to wonder if maybe they're the ones falling for each other. Without any further ado, let's get into it. I feel like there were a lot of run-on sentences in that. Uh, yes, I agree. And I love run-on sentences. <laughs> yeah. But it was a bit, bit, bit much. This one? I did. You did, and you bought your copy while you were here. In Portland, yes. Yeah. And we were supposed right, to record this together. In single many. <laughs> yes. But things have happened. <laughs> Plans change. Plans change. Uh, but we're here. And we're doing we're it now. Um, yes. So did you know it was YA before, obviously, you picked it out of the YA section at Powell's? <laughs> um, I knew it was, like, college. Okay. Because. Yes. And I was glad, because once I saw that, like, it was located in the YA section, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm prepping myself for YA. But I was pleasantly surprised that it was college. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of so, like, I just loved the idea that these, like, this queer couple wrote it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand. And for, I, I don't know, it was just like, okay, yeah, I'll give that. A, and mm-hmm. the cover is so cute. It's the so roller cute. blades or the roller skates. Mm-hmm. Oh, my the colors. God. Adorable. I loved it. Yes. Agree. Totally yes. agree. I got it on my Kindle, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm debating getting a physical because it's very cute. I donated mine this morning. Did you really? I did. Wow, you are productive on a Sunday. I, that's the only productive thing I've done today. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, uh, we should probably do trigger warnings before I got okay. distracted. Yes. Um, these were what I found online. If you think of any other ones, you can let us know. Okay. Um, internalized racism, addiction, slut shaming. Those were what I found. Yeah. Addiction, alcoholism. That yeah. Realm. Alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Or, and like having an alcoholic parent. And I feel like generally unhealthy relationships. True. Um, yeah. 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 Dealing with narcissists. Yes. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Yeah, I think that about covers the. Yeah, big ones. I, I thought it was definitely pretty tame. I think con- yeah. compared to what we've been reading recently, for sure. Yes, yes, uh, agreed. I started listening to I started listening to the audiobook when I was mm-hmm. like doing stuff the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why, but my brain was like reading Cora as like or like listening, hearing the name Cora. I thought it was like with a Q. <laughs> <laughs> like Q U O R A. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And then when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's fair. okay, whatever." Um, I thought the audiobook was pretty well done. Yeah, I listened to. Oh, I hate when I do this, and I always tend to do this because I listened to your copy of the audiobook mm-hmm. as soon as you finished. Yeah, I never even opened to the physical copy of the book. I feel that. Yeah. No, so my plan and, was to read this on the plane. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to pair the audiobook with the, the my Kindle book so that right. I can tune out everybody else on the plane. And then I didn't get on that plane. So then I just listened to the audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel yeah. you. Ugh. At least your copy wasn't 
$27. Oh my Shit god. Like that. No, mine yeah. was $7. Oh. I need to be smarter <laughs> about the books that I buy. Um, I'm committing to Kindle. Yeah. That's and you know what hurts even more is on Friday or Thursday. We're recording this on a Sunday. On Friday or Thursday, mm-hmm. the Libby version of the ebook became available to me. And I was like, you're kidding. No. You're kidding. <laughs> I, I already bought it. <laughs> Dang. Wow. So, okay. Obviously, yeah. we knew, like, just from the blurb on the back, you know, where the story was going to go. It's mm. like, I guess they said it's kind of like a 90s, early 2000s rom-com mm-hmm. with the, like, she's all that. Yeah. Or, you know, like, oh my god, I totally just had a flash of the Addison Ray movie on Netflix, and I forgot Stop. that they did a remake. No, no, no. <laughs> But it's the same, it's, like, the same kind of vibes of, like, friendship to lovers, but in a, like, I'll help you if you help me, and, like, I yeah. kind of have an ulterior motive for helping you. But what I liked about this one was that, like, that ulter- ulterior motive didn't come out and be the reason there was like a whole falling out true true there was there was no this like secret where like like it was molly knew right off the bat that alex had a reason for helping her yeah and knew what the reason was exactly and everything was very clear (laughs) yes yes because i hate that that's so infuriating where it's like oh my god just say like well this is gonna help me too like because they always yeah. have that moment of, like, why are you helping me, though? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you getting out of this? And then they lie. And then it comes out later that it was, like, a whole manipulation thing. Why was my thought when you're talking about all of this is after. Stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get it yeah. out of my head. <laughs> I think about after on a daily basis, to be quite honest. That's funny. Um, <sighs> I found both characters very likable both alex and molly i think alex reminded me of my younger self and molly Mm -hmm. reminds me of my current self that's fair (laughs) molly's got the lists i'm i'm a sucker for any character with the lists i'm like yep that one's me (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think so there's one thing i was because i was like reflecting on reading this today Mm -hmm. and i you know what i loved more than anything else what there was not a lick of homophobia yeah in this book there was no internalized homophobia there were no homophobic characters there was no plot line about not liking being gay or like having Mm -hmm. to come out or any like they're already out they're already fine it's not even it's a non-issue it's just that's just pure queer acceptance and joy yes yes Mm -hmm. and like even and i loved heartstopper which obviously we read last week but like it was also it was so refreshing to have a story that wasn't about coming out yeah no you know, I, totally I agree loved it and no like none of that pressure and that tension because that's totally a real experience for like 100 queer folks but it, it it's very refreshing to be like okay we're past that we they, they exactly we had that at one point but we're past that okay exactly <laughs> and like obviously alex had issues with her mom but it had nothing to do with her identity or anything Mm -hmm. like that and then molly who like she just has this amazing relationship with her family her brother her mom and i mean it was obvious like we got a little more of her relationship with her mom than like with her dad but everything was just like they love each other and it's like Mm -hmm. it was just yeah i loved that yes me too 
And I liked, uh, uh, the only things like I didn't like were Alex was a little unlikable in the beginning, which mm-hmm. I think was just a, a choice that the authors made to further her character. Yes. Um, but like when she's, when they're playing Never Have I Ever at that yeah. party and she's like specifically no, 18 and still and a virgin. virgin. Yeah, yeah. Like that was mean. Like, that was mean. mean. We like girls supporting girls. Okay. That even seemed like, I remember reading that and I just felt like that was so out of character yes, already. It felt super out of character. It was in the beginning reason? and we barely knew the characters, but based off of what we knew, that still felt like, yeah. no, like she wouldn't have done that. I don't think. So, like, maybe because we were only in Molly's pov for that scene, maybe it was, like, uh, Alex's way of trying to get Molly not to like her. Yeah. Just, like, as a precaution, because she didn't want to, like, she already knew she was flirting with Cora, kind of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe she was trying to preemptively, like, make Molly not like her. Maybe. Or something. I don't know. But I, I, I think know. if that's the case, I would have preferred to get that perspective. Yeah. I don't think that was the case. I think it was just, yeah. I think more than anything, it was maybe Alex being like establishing some sort of dominance in the. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> because like she's the type to like make her, like kind of claim her space, I think. Mm-hmm. And her. That's true. And like in a new group and like establish some sort of like I'm like, because like that's her how she defends herself and takes care of herself is like mm-hmm. nobody can touch me nobody gets close to me right for anything and so it's like yeah i'm gonna do this and nobody fucks with me i don't know no i get what you're saying yeah i thought it was really interesting um to see like y- you just touched on just before about how the relationships with the parents none mm-hmm. of it was like tense because of the queerness right you know um, so I, I, in that case, I thought it was interesting to see just a look into Alex's life with like how she's got a deadbeat dad who's not around and mm. how her mom uh, struggles with addiction and how she's kind of had to be the one providing. Right. So you, you get this big like, OK, that kills me a lot about Alex's character right from the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think it was I'm trying to phrase this in a way that like, obviously I don't want Alex's mom to be an alcoholic. Right. But it was refreshing. I think to see a family issue that didn't center around the fact that the kid is queer. Right. Right. And that was something that ultimately could be resolved kind of, you Mm -hmm. know, like by the end, her mom says, okay, yeah, I will go to rehab. Right. And though that's, you know, we don't know what happened after that, that's but still I think it was like a, yeah. yeah, but it was a step in like a positive direction. I feel right. like a lot of the times when we read different stories, like there's something wrong with the family that like is irreparable, you know? Yeah. That's good. So point. this, this was kind of like, okay, there was a but general push. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was a nice touch. I like that. Yeah. I, okay, more than anything else. So me, I'm, you know, fresh out of a relationship, kind mm-hmm. of figuring out my sexuality, like, what do I, hot girl summer, <laughs> eh. but, um. <laughs> do it again, do it again. No, I refuse. 
Um, I'm just gonna re. I'm gonna replay. I'm like gonna no. copy and paste that one spot just to replay you going eh, over and Stop. over and over again. Hot girl summer. Eh. <laughs> Hot girl summer. Eh. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Anyways, um, you know, figuring my shit out. Hot girl summer. I'm not doing it again. Um, but so like I just. Okay, and, like, I've been – so, Layla, our guest on the last Mm -hmm. episode, I've very much been talking to her because, like, she's dealt with, like, coming out and everything and kind of exploring queer relationships after only really having heterosexual relationships for most of her life and whatever. And Mm -hmm. what she's really emphasized is, like, it's interesting the way in queer relationships it does – a lot of the times, not always, but it buds a lot from friendships and especially mm-hmm. with like women liking women relationships. Sometimes yeah. they'll go on a date and it's like, oh, wait, no, I think we're this is more just friends. And it's mm-hmm. like and but then like you'll be friends with someone and then all of a sudden or like it, and it builds to, oh, maybe we sh- we like feel something more than this. And yeah, and I just felt like this, like I've been hearing so much of that from Layla. Mm-hmm. And then now, like, getting it through the book, like, I had so much hope reading this book where I'm like, oh, my God, I can go. And I also, okay, the other thing I really related to with Molly and, like, mm-hmm. not having a lot of friends around, um, going to a new school and kind of being like, okay, like, I, I want things to be different. I want to have friends. And for me, going, going to be studying abroad with yeah, so many people sign up for study abroad with friends mm-hmm. so I'm kind of terrified but I'm also like okay if Molly I know it's fiction obviously but <laughs> if Molly can go and make friends in like unexpected ways you know yeah. kind of got out of her comfort zone put herself in an, not in a situation she'd normally put herself in but she came out of that with friends and like people who were receptive to interacting with her I guess yeah I don't know. Like, I just, I had so much. And then, like, the possibility of anything kind of blossoming into something else. Right. It was just so exciting reading the story. Yeah. It just felt so applicable. Inspiring. <laughs> yes. It just felt yeah. so applicable to, like, the hopes I have for my That's future. So good. Yes. And I loved it. I was smiling, giggling, like, excited. I was so just attached to their story and invested like at first I was kind of like okay they're 18 like maybe I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. be so into this but I was so involved and just excited for how it was gonna progress yes yes I think it like like you just said actually that makes a lot of sense I I really um felt like you and your mom when I was reading about like Molly and her mom not the negative (laughs) parts but but, like the the because I like I'm close with with my mom but like I remember when you moved in with me and I was like wow your mom is like truly one of your best friends yeah she really is yes (laughs) and I was like wow that's cool but so Molly's character remind that like their relationship reminded me of like you and your mom yes she's she's my bestie your bestie retweet (laughs) retweet I know she's like no because like I booked my ticket to Croatia yeah, hit hit me up if you got any Croatia um, recommendations to all the <laughs> listeners out there. Um, 
but anyways i booked my ticket to croatia and i'm like kind of nervous whatever but it'll be fine um and then my mom was like oh like maybe if i get my passport she's like got weird passport stuff right now she goes if i get my passport stuff figured out then maybe i can go with you and we can like adventure around croatia and then i can drop you off in prague how fun I know, and I'm like, yes, I'm like, yeah, I would Please? love that. <laughs> yeah, your mom's so funny because one of my favorite things ever is how like almost no one swipes up on my Instagram stories. But let me tell you, every single time <laughs> I post an Instagram story, your mom is there in my DMs with the swipe up, the likes, the hearts, yeah. the hard eyes, the, the hard eyes, yep. and I'm like, this is everything to me. Yep, my. My mom's my biggest fan. I yeah, if, hype girl. If nobody is sliding in to my DMs, um, my mom is. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. You know what? And we're grateful for it. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah. so I, I, I liked those aspects of the story too. And I also think like, yeah, how hopeful. How, how great of a concept. Because I kind of felt like that when I went away for college. Because I moved extremely far away with no one but myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, make friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and that's scary. And so I think, like, Molly's experience is really relatable. Mm-hmm. I also like how she wasn't, like, she didn't change her, like, moral compass for anything. Right. You know, like, she didn't necessarily want to drink, so she didn't drink. She was the DD, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, a lot of times you see, like, the because I think maybe perhaps we were supposed to think that because Alex was stereotypically the, like the badass, right. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go, you know, con the liquor store guy into selling her alcohol without checking ID and stuff, which right. like retweet relatable. But, yeah. but then like Molly's like not going to succumb to doing those things. You know what I mean? Like that's not her mm-hmm. thing. So she's not going to do it. And that wasn't expected of her, which I thought was really refreshing also. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like how, Another plot point in, like, every she's all that type movie mm-hmm. is when the character reaches a point. Like, this isn't me, though. Like, you're trying to change me or you're putting right. me in these clothes, blah, 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 but it's not me. And then they realize they can be hot and awesome and confident in themselves yeah. the way they want to be. But, like, at the same time, every t- everything Alex was trying to do for Molly, mm-hmm. it didn't put her, like, in those, like, outside of, like, this isn't me. You know, right. it was still, like, okay, let's try and get some new clothes, but, mm-hmm. like, in a way where it's, like, pick out things that you maybe think you like, but wouldn't like on you, and just try it on. Yeah. And, like, so it wasn't this uncomfy, wait, trying to be a different, turn them into a different person. It was really, it felt like trying to bring Molly outside of Molly. And even, like, that was really quite a theme too because even when uh she's gonna molly's gonna go on to that art museum thing right with cora yeah. and cora picks like the dress that she would absolutely have never picked for herself exactly and she wears it and she hates it right and then yep. like even when alex sees her she's like what for are a you second, wearing i couldn't even acknowledge that that was yeah molly because molly would never wear that you know yeah so i really think that that was also like to pick up on especially because alex's character is like being actively changed by what was the rock star girl's name natalie natalie yeah natalie yeah 
So then we see how, like, Molly's not trying to change Alex, and Alex isn't trying to change Molly. Exactly. So Mm. I thought, but both of their people who they were idolizing in the beginning would try to change them. Yes. Respectively. Yes, exactly. God, going, like, Natalie and, because at first, I think for a while, like, the first little bit of the book, at least, I was like, oh, like, maybe... I don't I didn't read the blurb actually, but I kind of had in my head like obviously they're going to get together at the end. Yeah. Like, that's the plot. But then for a while I was like maybe this is just about queer friendship and they are going to end up oh. with their respective original people. Oh. And it's going to be a story about that and not every friendship has to turn into a romance, you know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But then it then Natalie <laughs> became really shitty. Yeah, really shitty. And then cuz at first it was like okay, Maybe she's not so, like, she just, like, obviously Alex is very closed off. And then it started to pick up on the, I'm the only one who will ever love you type shit. Yeah. Because of all of your shit. It wasn't like that in the beginning. It was like. Well, in the beginning, too, you kind of don't like Alex. Exactly. Like, like, she just said, I love you. And you're like, "Mm -mm, I don't know. And then like, you're getting a text from another girl. <laughs> and then you're texting another girl oh. and calling her and t- yeah. And then even after they broke up that night and she actually calls that girl even if right. it was yeah. just to stay over there or whatever like still the the effort was put in and that was icky and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So I don't know, I just and yeah, Natalie got really shitty. Yeah. So it's like, okay, no, 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 no. We're we're not into this whole believing that nobody else will ever love us mm-hmm. for our shit. So this is yeah. what we have to settle for. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We're not. Gonna have. Yeah. Nope. 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 Um I really enjoyed the actual progression of like Molly trying to quote unquote get Cora. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the, the okay, so we're not leaving here until you can get somebody's number. Yeah. From the, from the library cafe or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Alex does it first try really easy, and then Molly just absolutely fails. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she's, then there's the guy from her high school comes up to her, and she's like, he doesn't count. He's a guy. Alex is like, it fucking counts, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Like, ask a guy. Because then you don't care. Low stakes. more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super funny. But I, I really enjoyed, like, and I enjoyed, um, I, like, was kicking my feet when Alex was like, well, how about you ask me out on a date yeah. and we'll go on a practice date? I was like, yes, yes. I was like, this is the slowest slow burn I've read in a long time. <laughs> it was very exciting. <laughs> it was. It's... I was like, yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and then, the like, her breath, like, she catches her breath or whatever when she sees Molly for the first time when they go yes. like to go on the date and I was like yeah. oh do you uh, oh, oh, uh, oh. you look really pretty uh, <laughs> like made Alex like stutter over her panic words. yes <laughs> yes and oh I just I loved it oh in the shopping scene where yes. they're like get, the getting changed and they room. end up turning around and they're both like frozen looking at each other's boobs (laughs) happy pride Um, (laughs) no I was dying and also I I thought it was extremely telling also because um, because Molly's mom really liked Alex yes and did not like Cora at all yeah 
And I just was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially moms because, you know, know, moms always know. And even if it's, like, a thing where it's, like, whatever, it's my life kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. In that case, like, Molly, if, if your best friend is your mom, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. kind of care about their opinion. <laughs> like, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's how any best friend would act. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Any good best friend. That's true. That's true. Before we move on to discuss the rest of She Gets the Girl, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. All right, let's continue the conversation. Okay. What else happened in this book that was noteworthy? I really enjoyed their date. Yeah. Like, the roller skating was cute. I was like, the cover! It's the cover! It's the cover! cover. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love the roller skating, and I love... I just... I think the little moments of when they started being like, oh, shit, do I have feelings for her? Like, those Mm -hmm. little moments were they were written so well and done yes. so well where it did make me excited to have those feelings again, whenever that may happen, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah. my God, wait, I want to feel that again. Like I remember what that feels like. That's so yeah. exciting and <laughs> fun. It's oh Yeah. When you're like, Oh, am I having a heart attack? No. Okay. I'm just feeling everything. Exactly. Like, is it, <laughs> yes. And is yes. it like, good butterflies like do I like this feeling of the butterflies or is yeah. it I don't know and like I've always had a really hard time like are these bad butterflies or good butterflies I don't know <laughs> is it just anxiety <laughs> is, this anxi- is this my gut going no 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 or is this being like did I have also did I have too much coffee this morning yes is I know. that it why I'm so many like things this. yes <sighs> yes yeah. I know what you mean <laughs> yeah but I just ah uh, it was like those and like when they were in when Alex took her okay this is this is the thing okay so Mm. Alex is obviously very closed off very like I can't trust anyone nobody wants to deal with me with all of my baggage and all my shit and everything Mm -hmm. I take care of myself but the way that she started opening up to Molly was Mm -hmm. so natural yeah it was just like she didn't have to think about like it was just it just felt right to tell her Mm-hmm. And she didn't have to force herself to be open and somebody didn't have to pressure her into being like, you don't tell me anything or right. like, you don't share these parts of yourself. Like, you know, it was on her own terms and her own pace and yeah. she did it because she wanted to. Right. That was really big where it's I, like where, I don't know. I feel like they, like you shouldn't, the way that they're, it just made me root for them so much more that mm-hmm. they like they truly felt so- each other. Yes, yes, and felt like they could actually be themselves. And yeah. I, I also like to. I think Alex brought out because Alex can be annoying, you know, mm-hmm. and push Molly's buttons and be like. That's where it's it's also like that banter aspect of like they kind of <laughs> yeah. shoot the shit with each other and like yeah yeah. And I like I wouldn't picture that being in any of Molly's 
relationships at all, but it mm-hmm. felt right with Alex. Like, because obviously she didn't have a lot of friends before. She'd never dated anyone before, but she had, like, she kind of met, they just matched each other and they brought out, like, Alex brought out confidence in Molly. And, Absolutely. And so it was like the way Molly would kind of hit back at Alex when Alex would say something. And otherwise you wouldn't expect that from Molly at all. Right. But it's she's still very felt, socially anxious. Yes, but she felt comfortable enough to just let go and actually respond around Alex. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I totally agree. Because even in the moments where when she, like Molly's talking to Cora for something, mm-hmm. she's like her inner monologue is like panic. Yes. <laughs> like it's yes. like well, like uh when she says, "Can I get your number?" and she goes, "Yeah, cuz what what it, for, and she says like so I can text you or whatever and she's like, "Yeah, cuz what else would you fucking do with the phone?" Yeah, number? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like relatable but when she's with alex like there's no second thought there's no like god that sounded stupid why did i say it like that and it's just like no she feels like you said the confidence even to like banter back yeah and like crack a joke like she's not caught up in oh my god is this gonna be funny or yeah i think things like that that's another thing where maybe i like oh hang on hot take here (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I like friends to lovers in queer, like, WLW relationships. Okay. But I like the enemies to lovers in heterosexual. <gasps> Is this what you think? Oh, my God. Maybe, huh? Maybe. I don't know, because I love this, and usually I'm, like, so unimpressed. Yeah. You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love I, friends to lovers. <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I think I think I'm just so um, what's cynical when it comes to men, where I'm like, there's no okay. way there was actually a friendship where he okay. uh, didn't yes. want okay. <laughs> like the ultimate. That goal wasn't was, a goal somewhere. Yes, exactly. Yep. But with women, even with like queer women, I feel like it's like no, like they actually thought they were just going to be friends, fully, yeah. right. totally. No. I think I was thinking about that earlier when you were saying something else and I was going to bring it up, but that's definitely something I I think that was shown specifically here is mm-hmm. like, there was, especially because of the fact that Alex was truly like just trying to get Natalie back for some of the yeah, book, exactly. that it was very much like, this is just a tried and true friendship. Like this yes. is just friendship that turned into something more because versus like, I think when, yes. yeah. And I think, like, especially in books, whenever we're, me- like, we have a girl meeting a guy or whatever, there's always the, oh, is he going to be the love interest? Always. always. Is this what's going on? And I think there's always something about men <laughs> in general and in these books that is, like, yeah. uh, I just don't <clears throat> there's always an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think that yep. might be it. But with enemies to lovers, it's, like, that whole you can trust because they actually kind of hate you. Yeah, and like they that wasn't you. on their mind because that was you. <laughs> not on their mind. Wow, cracked the code. Ah, oh, I just wow. don't trust men. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I think we come to this conclusion once oh, every <laughs> every episode. I yeah. can come away with yep. <laughs> no, I think that might be it. I, think I literally I like, think that might be it. I think I actually like friends to lovers if a man is not involved. Yeah, there we wow. go. Okay. Okay. Send us your recs, listeners. Yeah. I mean, we have. <laughs> um, am I allowed to say what's coming up? 
if there's yeah, a give, book coming give up, a little, give a little, a little, add a little spice. Okay. Um, yeah. we're gonna do Del- Delilah Green doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Me too. Um, Is that friends to lovers? I don't know. I think it looks kinda. enemies to lovers to me. If I don't. I, think I mean, not en- not enemies, but like rivals or something. I don't know. I don't think it is. Oh, I have no idea. I don't want to know. <laughs> Le- <laughs> when I asked, so Layla read it, and she oh, yeah. goes, "She goes, it's just because I asked her if she wanted to go on that episode, maybe instead mm-hmm. of like because I didn't know about Heartstopper, everything like that." And she goes, "I didn't think to say about that book." She goes, "It's just <laughs> hot people having sex." And she goes, "I'm excited." Yeah, and she goes, "It's just silly." And I was like, "What do you mean?" Like it's I started cracking silly. up, and she's like, "You'll know when you read it. It's just silly." Okay, she's I'm like, excited. "I don't know what else, how else to describe it." So <laughs> I'm down for a silly read. I know. I think it's just going to be vibes. I'm excited. I I need some just straight vibes. Just honestly. straight vibes. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. Turn off. I'm the reading. Brain. No, I'm reading uh, the Ravenhood trilogy right now, mm-hmm. and I'm. Maybe I'm just not a dark romance person. The first one was good. I, I, oh, but you're it was not still the like, second one? I don't know. They added a new person, and Ugh. it's very much like she's clearly saying no, even though her body is saying yes. Oh, God. And he's uh-uh. going with it. And I'm like, no. but she's saying no verbally, right? And, oh, no, I don't like that. Okay. But, but she does want it, but she's saying, I don't know. And I'm like, I, I don't, don't like make that. me question like what's Consent going on here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only thing I'm thinking about. You're taking me too far out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Aww. So I need straight vibes after this. Okay. Like, just give me some vibes. You know what I'm straight vibing to? I know uh, you know. You're vibing. <laughs> no. That too. But no. Um, straight vibing to Percy Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Sam. Sorry. You really yeah, I thought you were setting it up. For no. Joke. I was setting I talked about it on the instagram i posted about it a little bit on right, on right instagram right, right. stories um nothing but vibes it's the best thing to do my hot girl walks to oh, that's so good it's so right. fun it's been so much fun reliving those books and like yeah. i am such a slut for greek mythology <laughs> and <too. laughs> i love the fact that i like just over the years, it's gone from Percy Jackson mm-hmm. all the way, years later, Song of Achilles, Cersei, yep. um, Lore. I mean, Lore was a shit show, but yeah, Lore. It it, like, I anything Greek mythology related, I am picking up. Yep. Yep. Without doubt. 100% and, agree. And Rick Riordan, Rick Riordan, whatever. How do you pronounce his name? Uh, I thought you knew. I was going to no. let you take it, take that one. Rick Riordan, it is all your fault. I will send I think you when I was, my bill. When I was reading it originally as a 13-year-old, I think okay. I said Riordan. Okay, well. But. And it's so exciting. I remember when people, when they were like, okay, this is going to be the show. Like, or the show is going to be on Disney Plus, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And people on TikTok started doing fan casts for yeah. all the characters. And I remember Jason, I don't know how to say his name, but whoever it was actually ended up being casted for Dionysus. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was everyone's fan cast for Dionysus. I Him that. or Jack Black. <laughs> it was going to be oh. for Jack Black. Ooh. Jack Black would have been pretty great. But, it would have. Oh, but shit. I, at least, like, Jason, though, the actor for Dionysus, he's actually Greek. So That's fucking awesome. 
I, I kind of love that, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So far, every time I'm seeing a casting release, I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Annabeth? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Percy? I'm in. Yeah. Grover? Yeah. 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 No, I have not seen one so far that I'm like, mm. Even Mrs. Dodds, the one who turns into the fury and attacks him, like, in the first episode or first two episodes. Because it's going to be the first part of the book. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. It was. I'm um, interested. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I guess I'm going to have to do my rereading, too. I've been going on hot girl walks as uh, per your recommendation. recommendation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be fair, my first hot girl walk, I was listening to Logan Paul's podcast with Liam Payne. <laughs> so. Should we dedicate like five minutes to uh, we should. Okay. We should. Okay. okay. And okay. then we'll Here go we back go. to our queer joy. Yes. But <laughs> first of all, can I just say, you know, like, how are you the most annoying person in the room when Logan Paul is Paul's also in the, in the room. room? Yeah. And his posse. <laughs> yep. Also, how was um, I, like, not annoyed by Logan Paul almost at all? Like, a little bit, right? Because he's annoying. But, yeah. like, almost not at all during that interview. But I, I think was Logan so icked out by Liam the whole time. It was... I think even Logan was icked out by Liam. Yeah. When Some Liam of, started yeah. saying the whiskey stuff and then Logan was like, uh... It's, like, 11 a.m., <laughs> but, like, okay. Okay, bro. <laughs> I'm, you know, was never a Liam girl. Never. And I think I've recently seen a lot of uh, discourse online about how there was very much like an equality aspect when you were a fan of One Direction circa 2012. You loved all of them. You loved all of them and you had, exactly. And so if you said, you know, I didn't like what so-and-so did today in that interview Every single person, other 13-year-old in this fandom would come for blood, right? Yeah. So I think it was very much, like, now I'm seeing everybody coming out of the wood- woodworks being like, I never, I never liked, liked him. him. And I'm never. like, thank God, because neither did I. <laughs> I never liked him, but what put the nail in the coffin was the Duck Dynasty comments about how he appreciated them and them standing up for their family values after they were getting canceled for homophobic comments. And uh, Liam I came why out. Why did I hear this? This was like, oh God, it was before Zayn ever left. I think. Oh my God. Yeah, and at that point, I was like, mm, okay, so Liam's a homophobic asshole. Which then, for like a diehard Larry like me, I'm like, so how is he so nice to Louie? Because at mm-hmm. this point, Louie and Liam were like, obviously in. Like, Louis just doesn't take shit from any, but he's the real one who doesn't take shit. Like, he, yeah. he's funny, obviously. <laughs> and I made it very clear. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how, but. <laughs> so bad. Um, but I was like, okay, but Liam, he pretends to be okay with Louis and Harry, and he, if there really is something going on. So then it made me doubt yes. my, like, Larry. No, don't do I that know. to me. I know. I'm not. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm not going to dig myself a grade here. But, um, uh, and also, <laughs> so wait, who's your opinion on who threw Liam up against the wall? Because everybody is saying Harry, and I'm like, are you delusional? Like, you just I, read okay. too many dark Harry fanfiction. Okay. 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 Here's the thing. I think 
I love the whole, it's like, it could be, it could be, it could be, and then it's like, and like that audio of like, it's entirely possible where everyone, <laughs> yes. every, so it's like that, and it's like, it wasn't Niall. Like, we just know yeah, no, it wasn't 100%, Niall. 100% so, was not Niall. I think it was likely Louis, most mm-hmm. likely Louis. I think it's possible it was Harry, because I think Harry <sighs> was coked out of his head. Okay, interesting concept. For long hair Harry time, <laughs> he could have been coked out and Liam could have done something to piss him off. And I think it's <laughs> potentially possible. Most likely Louis, though. I agree. I agree. Louis has just always been the feistiest one. Yeah. To this day. The thing is, Harry and Liam are physically the one. Like, I think nobody else would be stupid enough to actually throw Liam against the wall because Liam's like Liam and Harry are actually like the taller, tallest ones. So physically, they're more matched. I think Louis just so tiny, and so is Niall. Niall's got his knee problem, so Niall's not going to do it. And Zane was not okay, so he wasn't going to do it. He's really little too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I just realized that I'm going to need somebody to write this fanfic for me. And it is, <laughs> it is Liam says something mean to Louie and Harry throws Liam against the wall. Oh my God. Write it for me. Write it for me, please. Somebody. <laughs> this is officially canon. This is what happened. Yeah. That's no, what, this happened. Is what happened. This is, somebody put it in there, please. <laughs> Do it for please. me. <laughs> oh. I'm feral for it, please. Yes. Wait. <gasps> Honestly, right? Right. I can- I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so on that note. <laughs> Screw you, Liam. I love Liam coming on Twitter, too, trying to, like, save face. And it's everyone's yeah, no. still. Uh, Wasn't his, like, agent there, too? Yeah. During- so, like, what? Okay, but I think his agent's probably also a piece of shit. Probably because they talked about how they f- used to physically fight, fight. each like, other. Okay, ick, big ick. I'm like, okay, you need to go to therapy for like your toxic masculinity shit because this is <laughs> painful to watch. I just think, how many bad things can he do in the span of like a month? Right? Yeah. We had the whole Cheat we're not sure what happened. Son. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he was sober and now isn't sober. Can we talk about how Maya, though, went from, like, I don't want to <laughs> see pictures of Liam, like, obvious, like, commenting when people were posting yeah. these new pictures, and clearly very, very hurt, to doing the Tana Mojo, like, I'm on, <laughs> I'm team Bryce out here. Oh, like, God. Oh, God. <laughs> like, she's... And then, why am I also, why was I currently having the thought, like, am I about to like a Bryce Hall TikTok? Because it popped up on my I For I You page it. where he's I doing the it. dice roll to the hair Walking song. out to, yes, to Sign of the Times. Oh, my God. What year is it? What are we doing? What is going on? The, if you would have put this on it. a bingo card. <laughs> yes. Nobody could have even nope. fathomed nope. this. Absolutely not. Card. Anyways, I would love to see Liam get his shit rocked by somebody. I don't care who. If Did it's you see? TikTok oh, I sent boy, you that. I would have. I sent you that the KSI. video of KSI responding. I would Just pay tackling. money. This would be one of those times where I would pay money to watch a fight if KSI fought Liam Payne. Mm. I would pay money for that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because KSI would have that man on his ass, and everybody knows it. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> I just love his reaction to it. Like, he was just like, this is a joke, right? First he was like, who is this guy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, moral of the story, uh, don't put anybody on too high of a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Because if, especially if it's a white man, they will disappoint you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also, I forget where he made the comment, but he was like, I'm not, I don't want Harry around my son Bear. He's like a bad influence. Yeah, like what? No. no. Also, when he was saying how Bear wants to be like a, like a performer and a musician and stuff, I was like, also, okay, he's a kid. Okay. Also, <laughs> he's five. this is why I'm so terrified of heterosexuality. Um, the way he was talking about how much he loves being a dad because he can just take Bear to school once or twice a week and uh-huh. Cheryl does everything else. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he goes, like, she's the best mom ever. Like, I don't have to worry about it. And I just... I'm like, uh, this is not a flex that no. you are a terrible bad father. Dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you not understand what you're saying right now? <laughs> when your kid is so happily surprised when they see you to take you to school. It's like, um, hmm. And also the way that even, uh, like, discussing that relationship, right? That was icky. Even, like, when Logan was, like, so, how old were you? Like, was trying yeah. to lean in that direction to see if he'd say yep. anything. And Liam was just like, you know, I had it when I was 14. Like, I winked at her. And I was like, no. I feel like Logan was trying to open up a different kind of conversation there. And props to Logan for that one. I was honestly impressed with Logan the whole time. You know what I hate is I hate when, like, when, like, I've decided in my brain that I don't like somebody and then they do something. Like, oh, (laughs) dang it. Like, everything I've seen recently of Logan Paul have been like, huh, (laughs) I didn't hate that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, it's making me hard to keep hating you. (laughs) Anyway. God. I didn't know he had a podcast until Liam was on it. (laughs) Neither did I. I so watched anyway. it too. I, I just oh, watched you? it on YouTube, and on, seeing Liam's like seeing Liam speak those words mm-hmm. was it's even cringe. more painful. Yeah. His facial expressions are so Ooh. like so like puff my chest out, you know? Yes, like like ah. Like, uh, mm. Every talk- comment he made, everything. Everyone was talking about like he's in this room with these guys right and it just was so obvious that liam was trying doing everything he could to try to impress them yeah and it was just like oh this is so embarrassing i think it was because he knew like coming from the boy band background that there's like that maybe uh cliche that he was gonna have to try to fend off them from thinking you know what i mean but yeah. they all of the guys even started with like i respect uh, the hell out of you like yeah that was like so awesome i loved your music super, you guys had so many things that you did so crazy and like i could never even be on that level like they were yeah. very much like all we admire that and liam was very much trying to be like I, we're, i'm not even like that anymore you know i'm with these rappers i <laughs> like, mm-hmm. okay dude <laughs> whatever um Sure. Did you see? Oh my god, this is back from Vine days. But Taylor Caniff or Taylor, he was he was in the like the MagCon boys. You know, he tweeted and he was like, 
Liam was drunk off his ass, shirtless at like the neon carnival after party at Coachella, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. trying to fight people while Harry yeah. was headlining the main stage <laughs> with Shania, Shania Twain. Twain. Yep. <laughs> like there are levels, my man. And like oh, screaming. Everyone, everyone is and everyone like the way that every other member does everything they can to not talk yeah. poorly about each other. Mm-hmm. And Liam just threw it out for free, like for yep. shits and gigs. Uh uh. Mm -mm. And the whole, like, he's just a narcissist. Like, the whole, yeah. uh, Simon basically built the group around me. I was like the honorary member of One Direction. <laughs> you don't even want to. <laughs> I just hate him now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Back to the book. Yeah. Quickly. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Sure. Um, uh, did you have uh, things to say? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> what else happened here? Um, I mean, I just loved the way that their love grew. And yeah. it was very organic, but also very exciting to, like, watch unfold. Absolutely. And I think this could 100% make a show or movie. Uh-huh. I agree. And I would love for that to happen. Very, very much. Yes. 100% agree. I think it would very much make a good, like, TV adaptation. Little little series or whatever. Yeah. Especially, like, following the hype of Heartstopper and everything. Like, mm -hmm. let's do it. Agree. Fully agree. Mm -hmm. I just loved the way that, like, they went on their little date and... And then even when um, Molly went on her date with Cora and was, like, thinking about her date <laughs> with Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just better. And, okay, I also liked their falling out, you know, when yeah. that happens was it very much reflected Alex's own issues that had been yeah. established. And so that was actually, like, it was within her character to kind of have a moment like that. Yes. Oh, and I loved uh, her boss at the food truck. Yeah. First of all, I loved how she got that job. Yeah. How he was like, you're already late, da 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 And she's like, okay, well, you're about to open and you're busy. So how about I work on the grill, work and help you out. If you if I was horrible, you send me home. You don't even have to pay me. Yeah. But if I wasn't, you give me my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I love And I love their relationship. I and I uh, me too. And I loved like the how when helped. shit went down, yes, mm -hmm. with her mom. And he was like, okay, let's drive. And they drove for four hours or five hours, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he helped put her mom into rehab into the same facility uh, he went to. Yeah. I was just like, see, that's that's what we're talking about. Usually it's creepy old man in these kind of books, okay? And mm -hmm. he's good. He was a mm -hmm. nice man. <laughs> There's no ulterior, ulterior oh, whatever. Yes. <laughs> no, like, come out of my mouth. there are just, like, so many relationships and dynamics that, like, like, oh, I have hope. This gives me yeah. hope. There yeah. are good things happen. Okay. Even if it's yes. just in a fictional book. Yes. Like, okay, I, I could, like, it wasn't unrealistic and I could see this happening, you know? Yes. Did you have a favorite line? Uh, like I said, I never oh, yeah, I opened the book. <laughs> Did you? Uh, yeah, I tabbed a couple when I was, like, not super busy. But I'll just do, like, uh... I don't know what page this is on, but 97% of the way into the book. Okay. Um, 
every second I've spent with Cora this past week, I was thinking about mm-hmm. you, about how I wanted to be with you. I hear her let out a long breath of air. It was like you talked about real versus fantasy. It took me a long time to realize, too long. But being with you made me feel better than any fantasy I'd ever played out in my head. Like the person Aww. I never knew I could be, the person I am. It was always you, Alex. How sweet. And then... Mm-hmm. Then there's a part where Alex is like, like, I'm so in love with you, Molly Parker. When Molly says, how do you feel? So sweet. Those are what I had. Did you have a song? I think so. I have. I'm going to throw Matilda out there again because of (laughs) because (laughs) I was just thinking like the way she kind of had to give her mom the like either you get your shit together or I'm out of your life. That's true. And the way she. Alex left like she got out and she was able yeah. to go and find people so yeah, I'm you're right anytime there's anything sad I'm always gonna bring up Matilda okay mood um well predictably I have a Taylor Swift song <laughs> I I have um you belong with me okay I, Swift. <laughs> okay 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 that makes sense yeah. I went with how you get the girl oh there you go okay I was like the whole fucking time I was reading this book I was thinking about that song so <laughs> there you go <laughs> I was like, don't forget to say this during the podcast. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, ratings. Ratings. Right. I was, like, I was like, what are we missing? We do this all the time, and how do I still forget what we do? Um, you want to go first? Yeah. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Okay. Because I just wanted more of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been longer. It was so short. Yeah, I like it. I also gave it a four. I like slow burn, but I like when actual stuff happens. Yes. You know, not like I wanted the 97th page. Exactly. Like I wanted more of them together in figuring yes. out yes. being together instead of just like, yay, we're together and the next page is the end of the book. Okay. Yes. I thought it was, I think uh, right after I finished and I went to go rate it on Goodreads is when I saw that the authors are married and I was like, oh, does this change my opinion? <laughs> do, I like, do I like it more? <laughs> yeah. And maybe it did. I don't know. But I, I think it's a solid four. It was very much queer joy. It was not a lot of trauma because of being queer, which I appreciated yes. a lot. Yes. Um, like, I And it was cute. <laughs> it was really cute. And like, I think it's important to tell those, like the harder stories and the harder mm-hmm. side of, you know queer experience and everything but it's equally if not more important to show the happy stories and the ones that are not traumatizing 100 percent. yes i think this was a great pick uh for pride month for sure Uh, i thought you were gonna say great pick sammy and i was gonna give myself a no i was i was well i mean i'm telling it was your pick so i'm saying it was a great pick uh, but I was going to say just for, like, Pride Month specifically. Yes, because yeah. I think a lot of times the media looks over women loving women relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for My biggest example with this is, like, obviously Heartstopper is huge and amazing. And we loved it when we read it and the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> V.E. Schwab has a new show coming to Netflix. The vampire one. Uh-huh. The vampire one. I can't think of what it's called. So now how do I look trying to make this comment? I watched um, the trailer and it, like, hmm. Well, yeah, and a lot of people, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, Netflix hasn't even really promoted it. Somebody did yeah. a comparison about, like, the number and the dates of which when uh, Netflix's Twitter or Instagram posted about Heartstopper leading up to the release mm-hmm. versus this show. 
Yeah. And it's like this show has been talked about twice <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. and there's a there's definitely a way that we look at at those relationships and so I think uh did you watch hmm. it's a movie on Hulu that just came out the one with Rowan Blanchard um I don't know who that and, is. Oh you don't? I have and, like face blindness I think when it comes to actors. Okay, well Rowan has her own reasons for being very controversial, but then also the girl who voiced Moana, I oh, I will leave. Oh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they it's a women like women queer rom-com movie What's on Hulu. Crush, I think. Oh, I think I saw. And it's high school. <laughs> my my laptop didn't pick up the C when I was typing in crush, rush. so I just got the the rush Wikipedia page nice. popping up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but that one's pretty recent and that's like a I recommend it. I mean yeah. Okay, yeah. I know who that is. It's cute. It's kind of similar of like they she thought she liked someone else the whole time and then like, oh wait, we're friends, but like do I feel something more? I don't know. <laughs> when you look at the Google pictures for crush, there's a picture of um What's her face from Bob's Burgers with hearts around Tina? her head. Yeah. Tina. I love Tina. <laughs> Ending like a card to Jimmy Jr. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes. So do you have any further comments? Um, I really want to read Some Girls Do. Oh, me too. We were recommended that by a friendly queer in Powell's when I think it was like right after oh, while we were true. looking for she gets the girl we're yes. like walking around the LGBTQ section or whatever and yes. this person was like oh if you need like a good like WLW one like you should read some girls do and it was like oh okay and so I looked it up I didn't end up getting it there but it's so pretty I really though want, it's got a great I really cover. Like the cover I know I like mm-hmm. the cover a lot so I, I really want to give that one I go. Who knows? Well. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Why not? Like I said, I need something happy in my life. <laughs> I know. I'm also looking because you know what else I got at Powell's that day? I don't remember. Then? If Probably. this gets out. Oh, yeah, it was then because we saw it in the yeah. LGBTQ plus and section. I snagged it. Yes. I'll read it if you read it. I'll buy it on my Kindle right now. Okay. I need to write my papers this week. So maybe... Uh, I know. Okay. I mean, I should probably wait till payday anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) One day we'll figure out how to download our ad revenue into our bank accounts. Do we have ad revenue? We have like $60 in our account. I just... It won't let me take it out. I've tried it so many times and it's, it's like, you have to wait this amount of time and then I'll wait that amount of time and then it's like, well, now you have to set up an account. I'm like, but I did. Well, now you have to wait this amount of time again. I'm like, okay, I'll give up. Once it gets over 100, we'll talk. <laughs> okay, okay. Because when, it, when it, I tried the first time and it was like 20 bucks and I was like, okay. <laughs> so all of this effort is not worth 20 No, not at all. <laughs> anyway, we're really out here making bank, you guys. Yeah, yeah. we're about to, I'm about to quit my job just to be a professional <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Okay. It would. Can we? Come on, please. It's not up to us, is it? <laughs> it's, it's really not. 
<laughs> okay, uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is My Policeman by Bethan Roberts. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. <laughs>